Welcome to this episode of And Sometimes How. I'll be your host today, Erie Times News and GoErie.com online reporter Sarah Grabsky. If you have an idea for an episode, please share it with us at GoErie.com slash topics slash podcasts. Thanks for listening today and enjoy your story. Mara Polinski wishes there were more hours in the day. That way, she could spend more hours of her day fulfilling one of her life's passions more frequently, playing the violin. I think musicians are very competitive and disciplined by nature. They have to be. And it's something that you, it's just something that I do every day. Like some people brush their teeth every day. I play the violin every day. I think about music every day. It's just something that it's part of my life. Mara is playing an etude, a short musical composition, normally considerably difficult, designed as practice. She does this as often as time will allow. She stands poised in a room just off the foyer of her home, her practice room, eyeing the music slightly below eye level. Her posture is perfect. Her brow is relaxed, sitting slightly above her black glasses. Her violin is pressed snugly between her shoulder and chin, her brown curly shoulder-length hair pushed back as the bow dances purposefully and sharply across the violin strings. She's tall, slender, and extremely talented. She's concentrating, but somehow making her craft look easy. Mara is a first violin chair in the Erie Philharmonic. She's been playing with the orchestra since 1985. In, in this particular orchestra, because we're, we're a, considered a semi-professional orchestra, so a lot of people, yes, are teachers. A lot of them teach at universities, um, have day jobs like I do. Um, it, now in a, an orchestra like the Cleveland Orchestra, that is their Get, that is their full-time job, you know, so then they travel and, you know, it's, it's a little different from that. But Mara's love for music commenced long before 1985. She began playing the organ when she was a child, an instrument that her father taught her to play. When she was in second grade and her family was living in Philadelphia, violin lessons were offered at her school. When the family moved to Erie, Mara continued her training. In fact, To this day, she plays her former instructor's violin, which looks like it's in pristine condition, by the way. It it was one of those situations where you came home with a note pinned to you. (laughs) It was in Philadelphia, and they were offering violin lessons, and I didn't think much of it. I was just like, here, here's a note. When I brought it home to my parents, and they said, oh, yeah, 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 we should do this, and how to rent a violin. And um, so that's where it started. The Erie Philharmonic has been part of the Erie community since 1913. Every year, Erie gets the opportunity to see and hear the Phil during its concert season, which began in October this year and normally lasts around six months. The Erie Phil performs different concert series, which include symphonic concerts, more traditional orchestra music, and pops concerts, which often include different types of popular media like movies or television shows and theater. The pops are some of Mora's favorites. 
the really cool thing is like with the, the movie music that we've done, we did Casablanca last year, and this year we're going to do the Bugs Bunny. That is really cool how that's set up. And, and it's almost constant, uh, but it's timed out very uh, strategically. Um, and they have this little clock countdown thing. And I mean, the conductor has to be right on, but I mean, everything is counted out and you have to be ready. And that's tricky. That's tricky music, but very, very fun. While Erie Phil concert attendees get treated to a two plus hour performance on the Warner Theater stage, the work begins far before that for most of its musicians. Amanda Brown Sissom, the executive director of the Erie Arts and Culture, sees this work firsthand. And, you know, in terms of all of the funders, investors, the musicians, the staff, the volunteers of the Erie Philharmonic, it's really a very large group that's associated with the Philharmonic. Everyone's very committed. You can hear the passion in um, Steve Weiser's voice when he talks about kind of where the future and the next season that they're planning. Uh, you can see it in Daniel Meyer on stage. You can see the commitment of the musicians just by the quality of work that's produced. Sometimes, for its players, that six-month concert season translates into managed chaos. And people think musicians are crazy. Um, we are. <laughs> we're nuts. Um, we're very driven and competitive by nature. A lot of people don't get that. Uh, I know my husband struggles with it. <laughs> Wait, why do you do that? Or not? like, you just don't get it. Um, if you're a musician, you get it. Uh, crazy schedule. Um, and I've done this for over 30 years now. Or just, you know, you work a day job, sometimes driving to places, but come home, grab dinner, grab the violin, and you're out the door again till 10:30 at night. It's a long, long day. While she's a violinist by night. Mara runs the adult daycare at St. Mary's East, a senior living and care center in Erie during the day. She's actually getting ready to retire from that position. She and her husband, Carl, live in Fairview. Her son, Justin, lives in Erie with his family. In her free time, she also enjoys working out, baking, gardening, and walking her undoubtedly adorable Dalmatian, ditto. It's just different. I mean, I do a lot of thinking during the day. Um, and there's not a, a whole lot of room for creativity and uh, music is just different because I mean certainly there's thinking but it's a different kind of thinking um, and it's a different kind of you know you set goals during the day at work to accomplish things it's a different kind of goal setting. As I continued to talk to Mara I began to realize the commitment that these musicians make. That led me to wonder why do they continue to put all this time in? For starters, the players are still paid for concerts and for practices, and they still have to earn yearly contracts for their chairs. Now, under our contracts, I mean, our particular contract, we are um, we have to do at least 50% of the services offered. But when it comes down to it, it's the joy of performing their skills and showcasing their talent and performing well for most musicians that keeps them coming back. If you practice something and you really work at it, um, it it's very... Um, satisfying to know all that work paid off and 
man, I conquered it, you know? Um, it, it's like a conquest almost, because you really want to do well. A little more than two months into the 2017-2018 season, I asked Mara what she was most looking forward to coming up. She didn't skip a beat, and I'd say she spoke for all musicians rather effortlessly. Sleep. <laughs> Sleeping like a dog. You know, I really enjoy my summers because we don't play a whole lot, and I always say I'm going to be a normal person, and I, I really don't know what that means because people don't understand the dedication that you must have as a musician. I don't get to call off sick. If I'm sick, I tough it out. I'm on that stage and I'm smiling and I'm playing. But when you consider the amount of hours that I spend in preparation for, I just don't go out and step on that stage and say, hey, what are we playing today? I'm in the practice room, I'm prepared, I know what we're playing, I know where the trouble spots are, I've worked them out, hopefully. Um, I know how the piece is supposed to sound, so I'm, I'm ready when we step on the stage to put it all together. this episode of And Sometimes How. Reporting and production of this episode was done by Sarah Grabsky. Editing was done by Matt Martin. If you have an idea for an episode, please share it with us at goeerie.com slash topics slash podcasts.